the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. God loves us so much that he set a divine plan in place for men and women to enjoy an intimate relationship here on earth. He established a firm foundation to build and sustain a strong marriage between one man and one woman to establish a family, church, and ultimately one nation under God. Despite Satan's attempts to destroy it all, by the power and will of our sovereign, omnipotent God, we can still have it. Be sure to have your Bible, pen, and paper handy as Pastor Rander shares this good news. 2 Samuel chapter 22, verses 2 through 4. We'll, we'll start there first, and then we will move on to other passages of Scripture as we are engaged in a series on marriage and the family. A critical time to be in this series because marriages are under attack. Satan hates marriage. He has a designed destructive agenda to wipe out the family. And he will, if we don't use our spiritual uh, weaponries, our spiritual tools, we don't put on the whole arm of God. We don't stand and pray and hold our ground and stand our ground. Satan will win. But if we stand on the word, we look to Jesus. And if we believe God, he will help us to stand and withstand all the strategies of the enemy. Amen. God's prescription for sustaining a healthy, well-balanced marriage. God's prescription for sustaining a healthy, well-balanced marriage. God wants your marriage to last until death do you part. God does not want you to have a part-time marriage. God doesn't want you to have a marriage that is badly making it or in the survival mode. God wants families to have strong marriages. God desires that marriages be healthy. God wants to see well-balanced marriages to the glory of Almighty God. And that's not going to happen by accident. There are some things we have to, uh, to do, to activate, to apply in order to see a sustained, healthy, well-balanced marriage to the glory of God. And I'm going to give you a few principles this evening that we can govern ourselves by 
so that our marriages can be safeguarded, uh, to protect our marriage, uh, to nurture our marriage, to cultivate our marriage, to see our marriage uh, be what God intends it to be and not what the world and Satan and the agenda of this system wants it to be. God's prescription for sustaining a healthy, well-balanced marriage. Number one, if your marriage is going to stand the, the test of times, then Christ must be the foundation of our marriage because without him as the bedrock of the family, it is destined for failure. Christ must be the foundation because without Christ as the bedrock of the family, it is destined for failure. Second Samuel chapter 22 verses two through four says, and he said, the Lord is my rock. Christ is the rock upon which the marriage is to be built and my fortress and my deliverer, the God of my strength in whom I will trust, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold and my refuge, my savior. You save me from violence. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. Enemy. Now you have an enemy against your marriage and it's the devil. And he wants to destroy your marriage. But if your marriage is built on the rock of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord is your refuge, your shelter, your hiding place. The Lord is your savior. And you're looking upon him in every decision as it relates to your marriage. Your marriage will stand and withstand trials and tribulations when they intrude into your marriage. God must be the foundation of our marriage because he is our rock. He is our fortress. As a matter of fact, I like that old hymn that says, a mighty fortress is our God. He is our deliverer. He's our strength, our shield, our stronghold, our savior. As we trust, depend, and call upon Christ our savior in all situations and circumstances in our marriage, Satan cannot steal, he cannot kill or destroy what God has joined together. Amen? The second thing we need to consider if we want to have a sustained, healthy, well-balanced marriage is that crisis, difficulties, and trials are inevitable in every marriage. Crises, difficulties, and trials are inevitable in every marriage. There's no, there's no such thing as being married for any length of time and not having crises, not having trials, and not having uh, uh, storms. Therefore, refuse to allow them to drive a wedge in your relationship. Uh, when, when, when the trials come, when the hardships come, marriages, those storms and trials should not grow you apart. They ought to grow you together in the name of Jesus. Amen? Therefore, refuse to allow them to drive a wedge into your relationship. Also, Christ has a way of revealing weaknesses, strengths, and the character of your marriage in times of crises. You want to know what the spiritual condition of your marriage is? Uh, when those crises come, you will find out the spiritual condition of your marriage. What gives you comfort and hope through 
through difficulties in marriage is the assurance of God's presence in time of death. Death will come into the marriage. Death of loved ones, of mothers and fathers, sisters and brothers and siblings and cousins and uncles and aunts. Major decisions will come into to our marriages. Financial challenges will arise uh, and family conflicts uh, will come. Joshua 1.9 says, have I not commanded you be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. The Lord is with you. You have the assurance of God's presence, and that should sustain your marriage if you're looking to Jesus. The presence of God should give you peace from him. Isaiah 43, 2 through 3a also says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flames scorch you. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Let me tell you something, my friends. The same God who gave Israel reassurance when she was held captive in Babylon encourages believers and marriages today with his presence in the midst of our own trials, in the midst of our own hardships and crises. We can be encouraged that the Lord is with us as we look to him to take us through. Amen. The third thing we must consider if we're going to have a healthy, well-balanced marriage is this. Be mindful that you husbands and wives are not the enemy of each other. That you husbands and wives are not the enemy. Be mindful that you husbands and wives are not the enemy. You get to go, the wife get to going against the husband, the husband get to having it at the wife and you're just going at it tongue and tooth and all this. You got to realize that you, you're not each other's enemy. There is a devil who is always lurking in the wings to use anything at his disposal to agitate you and to agitate your marriage, to nitpick you. Satan knows that bone to throw into the marriage that creates arguments. Uh, He knows how to create strife. That's why you got to know the strategies of the enemy. He knows how to create discord in your marriage. Don't you get so spiritual that you think you've got your marriage together. The Bible says, take heed lest ye fall. That's including your marriage. Your marriage is not so strong that it can't fall. I've been married 40 years. My marriage is not so strong that I can't fall. Been married 50 years, 60 years. Satan wants your marriage as much now as as when you first said, I do. Do your marriage is not that strong. You need to look to Jesus. When you get comfortable, you, you are about to be taken advantage of by the enemy. According to the Bible, we shall know the truth and the truth shall make us free. In this message, Pastor Rander brings us face to face with the reality of sin as it relates to God's perfect plan for marriage. Divorce, even among born-again Christians, is progressively increasing. No matter what the world says, marriage is a sacred institution between one man 
and one woman designed by God. It is a covenant relationship with God through marriage to last until death. Anything outside of God's design is not marriage. It is sin against God. 1 Peter 5.8 says, be sober, be vigilant, be alert, because your adversary, the enemy, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. That's right. And he will create any little thing to raise hell in your house. That's right. You can, you can have, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want on this plaque. And, and you can have on this side of the wall, be still and know that I am God. And y'all killing each other in between in the process. Okay, Satan, Satan is not, he doesn't care about your plaque. <laughs> He's not the least bit impressed with your plaques and your sayings and all the Bibles on, on every shelf and on all the stands and all, burning your little candles and all this stuff, and little incense. He's not, that, that doesn't impress God. Don't impress Satan either. You better have a depth of relationship that helps you to weather the calamities of life and, uh, and, and know that you both have an enemy who is the devil and you need to become a united front to fight that devil until you fight him out of your marriage and out of your home. And you better put up a good fight. You can't kind of fight him. You know, you know, it's no little fight. You got to fight the good fight. I mean, it's got to be a knockout blow. And when you knock him out that, that one time, listen, oh, one that one. Don't don't settle down because he's coming back. And he might bring some more demons with him to heaven because you knocked him out that time. He's going to get seven more. OK, so so realize it's called spiritual warfare. And that spiritual warfare doesn't just start in the church. It starts in your home. Long before you get to church. Okay? You are not each other's enemy. Be friends. Like each other and love each other. That's right. Both. Like and love. Both. Uh, look out for each other. And realize the devil wants your marriage and you're going to refuse to let him have it. Next thing we need to consider if we're going to have a healthy, well-balanced marriage is this. We must refuse to allow Satan to plant thoughts in our minds that we embrace and use to accuse our spouse. Let me say that again. That's a big one. We must refuse to allow Satan to plant thoughts in our minds that we embrace and then use those thoughts he has embraced has planted in our minds to accuse our spouse, causing your spouse to say to you, now where did that come from? I mean, John Blue, y'all just having a night, you eating a bowl of cereals, cereal, having some oatmeal, uh, I don't know what you some bacon and eggs or whatever. Or maybe, okay, some pork chops then or whatever. And y'all sitting there and all of a sudden one spouse say something way out of left field, and you just said, wow, that was a big hit. And it was drastic. Baby, what? 
What motivated you to say that? Where did that come from? Where did that come from? And she, and she said it. Or he said it. Let me tell you something. If your marriage is going to survive, first of all, don't say everything you think. Okay. Did y'all hear me? Don't you dare say everything you think. Even if, <laughs> listen, you, you put your spouse in a lifetime of recovery. Even if they, if, even if they, if they, I'm sorry, honey, I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Well, you're forgiven, but listen, they're still in recovery. And some of them don't want to come out of recovery. Okay? So, so, so be careful. Satan plants thoughts. He plants thoughts. And if you're not careful, if you don't identify where that thought is coming from, you will embrace it and you will cast that thought right at your spouse and do some irreparable damage. You will hurt your husband. You will hurt your wife. Y'all have feelings. Y'all have feelings. You have a heart. You know, and uh, so be careful. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 4 and 5 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Casting down arguments and every high thing that seeks to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Every high thing, every satanic thing that wants to intrude into your marriage, into your mind. That's anti-Christ, that's anti-God, that's anti-Bible, that's coming against your thinking, that's foreign and antithetical to, to the scripture. You need to take that thought captive. You actually have to, in the name of Jesus, arrest that thought and kick it out by the power of the Holy Spirit. The longer you let it hang in your mind, it catches root and it is hard to dismiss once it catches root in your mind. The the latter part of that verse says bringing every thought, say every thought, into captivity, captivity to the obedience of Christ. Every thought that is not of God needs to be arrested, taken captive, and cast out in the name of Jesus. Sometimes you ever tell your spouse, in the name of Jesus, we are not going to go there. In the name of Jesus, that's not us, and we're not going to receive it. God has more uh, more, uh, in store for us. And he, he's got a whole other level uh, he wants us to go to. And we can't get there thinking like this. Starts with your thinking. Bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. You have to, 1 Corinthians 13, 7a also says, love believes all things. Believe all things. You believe God for your spouse. You believe the best for your spouse. You be positive about your spouse. You speak up for your spouse. Love believes all things. This is to be completely trusting and always willing to believe the best about your spouse. The best. God helped me to see the best in my wife and my husband. And the older we get, the longer we are married, Father, let the little things not bother us anymore. 
Let us just get over it by trusting you. If your spouse has not given you a reason to be suspicious, then trust your husband. Then trust your wife unless you know something that you know. Not what you think or suspect. Have some facts. That's what's going on in Washington right now. All that he said, she said. At the bottom of the day, you know, <laughs> I don't know what's going to become of that because it's going to be he said, she said. You can't go no he said, she said. Listen, you need to go on some facts. Some facts. Don't come home accusing your husband, your wife, and you don't have facts based on what somebody else said, they said, somebody else said, they said. <laughs> Tan up your house. Don't you let outsiders tear up your house? Tear up your family? No, 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 no. No, you, you bring us, wait, wait a minute. You saying this about my spouse? Wait a minute. I'm, we coming. We are going to get together tomorrow at two o'clock, and I'm gonna have my wife with me, and we're going to discuss this. You you start talking like that, they say, "Oh no, no, I don't, I didn't mean that, I didn't mean that." You misunderstood what I was saying. No, you said exactly what you meant. Okay, if your spouse has not given you a reason to be suspicious, then trust them. It's easier to trust them. It takes a whole lot of energy to be suspicious and looking under every bed, looking in the pockets of the man. You know, you're looking down in shoes and you're looking between mattresses and you, 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 you're trying to go, go through the address uh, section of the, of the phones and all that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Now, if you don't have nothing to hide, let them have your phone. My wife can take my phone in She can go all over the phone. She can read every text she, she, she can read every text I got. Frankly, I don't care. She's not going to find nothing. I'm going to keep it clean and keep it professional. And I'm not going to let my discourse with others take a sidetrack into a realm that's detrimental to my marriage and relationship. Huh? What you got to hide? Hopefully it's nothing. However, this does not mean because you trust your husband that you got to be completely naive and la-la and gullible. (laughs) In other words, when you see the handwriting all over Whoa, y'all beating me saying it. I think some of y'all have seen some handwriting. (laughs) When you see the handwriting on the wall that something is wrong, lovingly address it and confront it and bring it to resolution as swiftly as possible. And if you need to get some help, by all means, Get it. When those lights come on in your dashboard of your car, you hear them take it to the maintenance shop. That's right. And you don't go to no quack either. Matter of fact, these cars are so designed nowadays, 
until you can't have a sideline mechanic even messing with it. You, 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 you will negate your warranty trying to save a dime and lose your whole warranty. Won't y'all say amen? If your wife and husband relationship mean that much, y'all ought to have a strong warranty. Strong warranty. I'm not talking about a seven-year warranty. It's a lifetime warranty. That's real lifetime. Do you have a lifetime warranty on your marriage? Or two years? That's all. You can easily be lubby-dubby in three months, six months. But what about six years? And 20? And 60? Or 600? Okay. (laughs) Better put it on there if the Lord wills. Okay. So, so, so lovingly confronted to the glory of God. Next, are y'all hanging with me? Ooh, I believe y'all listening out there. Uh, I'm not through. Listen, if you want to have a healthy, well-balanced marriage that is sustained and go to distance, you need to realize this. Humility is vital for nurturing a healthy marriage. Humility is vital for nurturing a healthy, well-balanced marriage. 1 Corinthians 13.5 says, Love does not behave rudely. Love does not behave rudely. 1 Corinthians 13.5. To be rude is to be harsh. To be harsh. You, you never be harsh with your husband. Right? What do you want? Can't you see I'm sleeping? I'm eating. Can't you wait? Ooh, that is so cold, Turkey. That's harsh, y'all. It's cold. It's insensitive. It's offensive. Marriage based on God's design is the only way to have a healthy, well-balanced marriage. The presence of God ensures unconditional love between husband and wife that will sustain and strengthen marriage through the inevitable difficulties which are sure to come. Any intimate relationship outside of God's design is not marriage, it is sin. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching and would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas. Or call us at 210-821-5683. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.